Hey, uh, Clint, I want to put you on the spot because we both tried to do it earlier today. I, I know that the, you're in a restaurant, but we, we need you. We need you to do it for us. I, I'm in my element, man. This, this is right up my damn. Break I've, done some, my, break I've us done some of my best work in this pretend, element. All right, pretend you're calling the team together and break us out. Give us oh, something hell. to get excited for. Come on, man. Break us, break us out. No, break wow, us in. Bring it in, everybody. Bring it I, no, in, guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bring, bring, bring it in, everybody. Bring it in. Now, now look, we've, uh, oh, we're have we ahead of the schedule, man. We, we've got we got playoffs on our mind. This is no longer a rebuilding team. We're about showing up and showing out and kicking ass. And this this would be, this win this week would be the biggest win of the season. Teams are defined when they're, they're well, their backs are against the wall, adversity's hitting, and damn it, we're in the middle of it, fellas. We're going to know a lot more about ourselves Sunday afternoon, Christmas morning. Mm. We're going to know a lot more about how good this football team is. Christmas morning. So let's not let anybody down. Let's keep playing the way that we've been playing for each other and, uh, and get this dub on Sunday. Texans on three. One, two, three, Texans. I don't, I don't, I don't, would I go Texans? Would I go Texans? I feel like that was awful. That I feel like did. that was. I feel like that was awful. I really yeah, wanted to good. cuss. It. I wanted to cuss about four times. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it just hey, doesn't habits, bring it. Old habits. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't. They die hard. They die hard. Lopez. Um, yeah, I, I would have to come up with a good, with a good. You know, I mean, I couldn't just do go. Te- I couldn't just do Texans together. Family on three. No, nah, it, it would have to be. It would have to be. You know, whoop ass or kick ass whoop or, that or ass. Some, whoop that. That'd be a good one. It'd be so, something along that that line would would be. Would be appropriate. When we get strippers. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to KILTAM, KILTHT2. The Drive is live. That's right, baby. The Drive is live. Well, I feel like I really let y'all down there. You wanted more. You felt more. You were. You, you think you got more in the tank on that. Oh, hell yes. I got, a lot, I got a lot more in the tank. Well done, like dog. Put me on the spot. 713-572-4610. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, how did uh, Clint do on his, uh, on his bring it in Last practice before before the biggest game of the year speech. How did he do? One to ten. I give him a six. At best, that's generous. I give him a six. That's um, generous. I know Ron. there's more in there. I know that's there's Ron, more not take. Show. Show would have given me a three I've, or less. I'm giving no him a six. What do you grade him on? As we are live here, we're on the road on this Tackus Fiber Internet Football Friday, and it is jumping here. Uh, and there's still plenty of room available. They got the, they got this little outdoor space where it's a beautiful day to come hang out in. We're yeah. at Bombshells here in Stafford. So come on out, hang out with us on this uh, football Friday. Also, if you're in the building and you could hear us or you ride through, you got a chance to win uh, surprises. Coming up here soon, you'll have a chance to win a $50 gift card to Academy Sports. A little bit later on, a $50 gift card to Lamisha Wakana. All you got to do, sign your name. Write your name down, put it in our raffle box, and you'll have a chance to win. That's all you got to do. Write your name, sign it right there. My man wanted to make sure. He said, make sure I heard that right. You heard that right. <laughs> Your chance to win 50 bucks uh, to uh, Academy Sports. We'll be doing that here in the next hour or so. And uh, so get on out here, man. It's a good time uh, to be had in a big, big, big football Friday. Real quick injury notes. C.J. Stroud appears to be out. We're seeing uh-huh. reports he's going to be out. No surprise there. The same with Will Anderson as well as uh, Blake Cashman. But everybody else who practiced uh, the rest of the week, the Nico Collins, the Jimmy Ward, who was out of concussion protocol uh, at this point, not wearing the protective red jersey, they're all expected to play. So really the three, the four people that aren't expected to play, Tavier Thomas, Blake Cashman, and uh, Nico, or I'm sorry, not Nico Collins, Blake Cashman, um, Will Anderson, and 
um, and C.J. Stroud. Those are uh, those are the four expected to be out right now. So, I mean, hey, you're you're in a much better spot than you were last week uh, when yep. you have George Fant back, Nico Collins back, uh, and then you know Jimmy Ward is is back as well in this game. So, uh, injury front probably as good as it it can be with knowing the the situation with Will C.J. Uh, and Blake Cash. Yeah, look, I mean, you you got a couple of key guys back, man. One one on each side of the football, and and instead of dwelling on, you know, hey, Will Anderson isn't there, C.J. Stroud isn't there. I mean, obviously, it's easy to get hung up on those. But when you when you look overall, you got you got Nico Collins. He gives you a chance on offense. You get you got Jimmy Ward. He's he completes the secondary and gives you a chance to really open up the playbook on the defensive side of the football in a week when look, you're going to have to be absolutely lights out on the defensive side of the football. For, for the football for, for the Texans to have a shot uh, and and so uh, you know you, you got those guys would you like to have will Anderson sure you'd like to have will Anderson but at this point in time um, you know you you've proven that you've got guys that you can plug in in will's role and you can still play effective defense you can still play and be honest with you, you you don't lose a whole hell of a lot at this point in time that's not knocking will that is absolutely 100 percent again uh, tipping the cap to the depth and, and the way these guys are coached and the way this roster is built and I, and I was I was wanting to bring this up to you at some point but this is good Matt Burke he was on within the loop earlier today I yep. was listening to that around uh, around uh, 10 o'clock he said our front is really player friendly uh, we hear that a lot from the quarterback position yep. on certain schemes he said our front is really player friendly because I think they do ask a lot of them penetrate Go up, go up field. Yeah. So I think it does help when you have Jerry Hughes come in. He knows what it, you know. It's it's player friendly. Knows what he's going to do. Know what these guys are going to do. So uh, I, that was that was something that that stuck out to me from Matt Burke earlier in the absence of Will Anderson. Yeah. Well, you look at, at Hughes and Barnett. Um, yep. I'm not I'm not in any way, shape, or form saying that they've got the ceiling that that uh, that Will Anderson has or ever had the ceiling. To be completely honest, you. Barnett was an early draft pick. I think he's a first round draft pick, but. Um, nonetheless, I, I don't. They, obviously, Will Anderson potential that ceiling is through the roof. Um, but but when it comes to setting the edge, being accountable, being where you're supposed to be, playing the run, bringing you something in the pass rush uh, department, those guys each can get it done. Um, you know, again, you, you're you're not going to get the wow plays that that we are hoping for from Will Anderson. Um, maybe you're not going to get the violence. Uh, you know, consistently in the high motor that you get from Will Anderson. But those two guys can play a good enough defensive end, a strong enough defensive end opposite your your best pass rusher in Jonathan Grenard to get the job done. I I just – I hate – I don't want to say that they're not going to miss him, but they're not going to miss him. Yeah. No, it it makes sense. We saw what happened last week uh, with this group, and uh, and it was probably, oddly enough, probably the most dominant performance from the front four. Yeah. All season long last week. So they're seven, in good. Seven sacks. Yeah. Derrick Henry shut down to what was it? Less than 10 yards. Yeah. I mean, it's. Uh, That's big it, time. It doesn't get much more dominant than that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't care what point Derrick Henry is in his career. Yeah. It don't get much better than that. Yeah. So uh, that is uh, that is the latest uh, there with the injury front. All right. Listen, this is. You, you talked about. You said it. This is the biggest game of the year. Uh, and I see someone texting just like last week. This is the biggest game. Of the season, it is um, huge game uh, playoff implications for the well, Texans and, and the Browns. Yeah, look, Ron, I, I even think beyond the, the timing of the game coming this late, um, the, beyond the the playoff implications, I, I, I think just from a team perspective, 
I think this would be the biggest win, best win on the Texans' schedule so far. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. And I, I went down and looked at the schedule. Even with the Bengals, I don't, I don't even, even with think. The Cincinnati yeah, I mean, game. yeah. Look, the the Bengals game um, was a, was a really good one. And, and like I said, I, I think because of the, the way that team was built on the road, um, it, it, on the road against Cincy. Yeah, but I, I just I think I think this would be a more impressive win. I, I think I think our team, the Texans, are built like they were built to go in there and go toe to toe with with Joe Burrow. Like regardless of how the game played out, coming up, leading up to the game. Like, you feel like C.J. Stroud at that point was playing well enough to where, you know, you go in there, go toe-to-toe with Joe Burrow, a really good football team. Uh, the, the Bengals' defense doesn't have near the stars that this defense has. And, and you know, you, 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 like, you give yourself a chance to, to, to score with, with Cincinnati in that situation. This right here is, is a team – I mean, you look at the, at the numbers. Flacco's on seven touchdowns in three weeks. Flacco's averaging – uh, 300, 300 plus yards in in three weeks. Um, I mean, and this defense is is freaking lights out, man. I mean, yeah. you 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 beat the Cleveland Browns. I believe it'll be the best football team. And this is with Joe Flacco at quarterback. I believe this will be the best football team that you that you will have beaten to date if you can get this done. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 especially the timing is is a big yeah. one. Is a big piece of it there. But you know what we found out last week against. Uh, the Titans, we found out and learned a lot. I think we learned a lot about D'Amico Ryans in that game from from establishing a culture, as we said it earlier this week, an organ, organizational defining win. We learned a lot about God. Hell, we learned something about Noah Brown. We learned some things about J- Jonathan Grenard coming up big in that game. As you just as you just built it about this game, for you, if they win this game, it's the most impressive win of the season. I think there are some more people in this game that we're going to learn a lot about. There are some more people for the Texans that we're going to learn a lot about. I think we understand and have learned what this team is and how tough this team is and the culture that has been set and built for this team. But I think there's some more pieces and some potential matchups out there where we're going to learn a lot about, folks. Yeah, win, lose, or draw. Uh, you know, at the, get, let's get beyond how the Texans are going to win and what's it, who's going to be the quarterback. I, I think there's some key matchups of, of big-time superstars in, in this game, and, and you're going to find out. Uh, and, and things are going to get real around a couple of guys. Right now, you look at, at, at Laramie Tunsil. I hadn't seen the Cleveland Browns. Uh, injury report right now, but but I believe both of their edge rushers oh, they're good. Uh, are healthy. They had rest, yeah, rest days, but they're good. And, and so when you when you look at uh, Zedarius Smith and and Miles Garrett, um, we talk a lot about Miles Garrett, and, and it's I think most football fans understand and know how good he is. I'm gonna tell you, Big Z ain't no punk now, especially I mean, especially when he has that guy getting so much attention. Yeah. Yeah, away so, from him. so I mean, it doesn't matter who Tunsil catches, or let's say this: it don't matter who Miles Garrett wants to try. Does he want to try George Fant or, or does he want to try Laramie Tunsil? It doesn't matter. Either way it goes, uh, Laramie Tunsil is going to have an edge rusher over him that can absolutely get it. There, there aren't going to be any breaks. You, 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 you don't catch Miles Garrett where Zadarius Smith is hitting you in the face. And so, uh, to me, Laramie Tunsil failed miserably the last time. He was he was bumped up against a Pro Bowl caliber or All Pro caliber player uh, when when uh, uh, Josh Allen Josh Allen with the Jacksonville Jaguars um, 
came to NRG and, and, and really was disruptive the entire game and did the majority of his work, um, one consistently, but did the majority of his work on, uh, on Laramie Tunsil. Uh, in fact, he ended up getting defensive AFC player of the week that week yep. against Laramie Tunsil. And so, look, I, I think this Most is – Most pressures he ever gave up in a game. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I just – I think this is a huge week for Laramie Tunsil. I don't want to hear nothing about a damn knee that you've been out on, on Wednesdays and hadn't practiced and, and all that jive. I, I just think we've, we've seen enough this season from Laramie Tunsil to, to – if, if he's healthy enough to play – You've got to go in there and you've got to give your quarterback a chance. And you got to – whoever's across the ball from you, whether it's Darius Smith or it's Miles Garrett, he's got to, he's got to lock him down. Now, he's going, his plate's full now, but, but Laramie Tunsil got paid big money. We've heard D'Amico Rines talk about him on the coach's show of, you know, if all else fails, I got Laramie Tunsil. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's time for that Laramie Tunsil investment to pay off a bit. And, and I don't care who the quarterback is. If the blind side of that quarterback is taken care of more times than not, then you're going to have a chance to make a few plays. If, if, if it's another Josh Allen uh, episode, then the Texans are going to be in, have major, major problems, yeah. and that's coming at the expense of, of the highest-paid player on your roster. Is your expectation that, that he's to hold down his side in, 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 even without help? No, no, I don't look. I, I, you know, you it, don't. No, I, I, I think you, you game plan a, a, accordingly. Um, and and I, I would devote help the majority of the time to both tackles if it were me. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I would be in, in, in some heavy 11 personnel with, with tight end and, and, and tailback to each side. When I'm in 12 personnel, I'd have my tight ends offset to where they can, they can help at least force a, a little bit of a delay by the, the edge rusher. Um, I, I would not be reckless and just l- allow Miles Garrett or Zadarius Smith uh, to you don't, consistently. You don't go in and say, Laramie, you no. are the highest paid offensive no. lineman. This is why we've. No. We, not not game plan wise, Ron, not out of the gate. Now, if the fourth quarter comes and, hey, we're down 10. And I need more and we gotta start, the Yeah, we got to start spinning this thing around the park. Now, Laramie, you can't be the reason, you can't be the reason that, that, uh, that we're getting our ass kicked up front. And so I think there is major pressure. Ron, well pressure is not the, the right word. I just think at some point in time, Ron, at some point in time, the noise around Laramie Tunsil's well, got to get loud. I think there's loud. pressure. There's pressure. I mean, well, well, we just, I just, we, we throw that word around a lot, and I, I just, I mean, I don't believe Laramie Tunsil feels pressure. I think the day he signed that extension and got that monster money, I, don't, I think pressure went out the window. <laughs> but, but at, at some point in time, with Laramie Tunsil, you can't be a part of a a team that has struggled to run the football the way that the Texans have for 11 of the 14 ball games this season. I think I mean, my math may be a little off. I think there's been three ball games where they've ran it effectively, the two monster games by Singletary and then last week with the Titans. Outside of that, it's been extremely suspect. You can't be the leader of that group. You can't be the highest paid in that room. His side is the weak side. That's it. And in you, the run game. Yes, yeah. yes, Ron. You, you can't. You, and, and then you can't go out there and allow Josh Allen to get AFC. In, in a game where if you win, you take a step up in the division. Um, you allow Josh Allen to go out there and wreck the whole damn game defensively. Uh, at some point in time, the noise around Laramie Tunsil has, has got – the volume's got to be turned up. And if he don't play well this week, Ron, there, to me, there's – because now D'Amico looks silly for walking up there going, oh, well, I got Laramie Tunsil, y'all don't worry about it. You know, we got 78. Nah, man, that contract, the, 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 the – Titus Howard contract is already looking somewhat suspect because you played him at guard and he got injured again. And George Fan has played really well, so did you really need to hand that out? And then all of a sudden you got your other tackle that's the highest paid, and 
and and he hasn't stepped up in the biggest moments of the season. I, I don't know, Ron. That to me, the, the the call it what you want, but but Laramie Tunsil, I, I think, is under the microscope. Oh, he and, definitely and, is, and if, it's, if, he needs to step up. If they start having problems coming off of his side, like Josh Allen, come on, man, he may not feel the pressure, but it it, it will it will certainly be there. Yeah, I just that that's that's the first and foremost biggest biggest one that I'm watching. I think there's another matchup out there. Uh, and, and the big thing here for me is we're going to find out more about these Texans. Whether we win or lose, you're going to find out more about these guys by how they match up. But the second one is Nico Collins. Ooh, are you a one? Are you what a are one? You? What are you in this game? Are, are you a one? And, and what kind of impact do you have on a game with no Tank Dale where you've been gone, you come back. We've seen this offense with no Nico Collins, no Tank Dale. Um, what what does it look like? And at the end of the day, Nico Collins is going to face some man. He's going to face some zone. Whether it's man or zone, they're going to be. It's going to be hard. He's got to be the number one person they've talked about all week. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And so we're going to find out is 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 Nico that one or is Nico a one B or a two? That's just kind of a complimentary uh, piece to to a, a one because these are the kind of games where you know guys arrive on the national radar of like whoa. You know, you go for a buck fifty against the uh, the Bucks or, or whatever it may be. Okay, you know that people take notice. You get a little. You do it against this defense, and everybody in the national media and local media stands up and goes, "Wait a minute, good God, this kid just absolutely went off against the best the best defense in football with two really good defensive backs in Warden Newsom." So I think those two those two guys. One's already got the bag in Laramie Tunsil. He's got two hellacious matchups. Because at first we thought, oh, well, if he catches Garrett, well, look at it. That's the matchup to watch. No, hell, it's this is a you watch Laramie Tunsil every offensive snap. It don't matter who's on his side. He's going to have his hands full. And then who is Nico? Can Nico get that bag? And if he if he plays well this week, it'd go a it, long way. It almost feels unfair because like it's hard not to look at and say, well, look, hey, Noah Brown goes eight for eighty something with Case Keenum. Yeah. Uh, in the game and, and clearly stepped up. But he is facing a much more difficult secondary, a much better defense, yep. and, and, and Case Keenum. That that'll, that will show a lot to me. If we see good production from Nico Collins with Case Keenum against this defense, and if it's Denzel Ward who's with him a lot, yeah. then I, I, I think you then have to kind of, again, reassess yeah. potentially what Nico Collins La- is. Last but not least, real quick, Ron, it, it's, it, it's Bobby Slowick versus Jim Schwartz. Schwartz is one of the best defensive uh, defensive coordinators in the yep. game, which at this point in time that's easy to say because of the players that he has on the defensive side of the football. Uh, Bobby Slowick, uh, you know, the last time he faced a great defense, both play caller and personnel, was the New York Jets, and, and I think the offense left a lot to be desired as it pertains to creativity, the polo on the sideline being a weapon, uh, him creating some opportunities for these guys. So I, I think Bobby Slowick versus versus Schwartz is is big. This is a week where Bobby's got to create some throws in the ocean, some double move chunk plays. Whoever's quarterback and needs a lot of help from the polo this on the sideline, Bobby Slowick this weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's got to be it's got to be more than last. It's got to be more than last yeah. week, and he had a heck of a game plan last week as well. All right, we are live here on this Texas Fiber Internet Football Friday, live from Bombshells here in Stafford. Come make your way on out here. I already see some regulars in the building having a good time. And if you walked in, you can sign up, have a chance to win a $50 gift card to Academy Sports coming up here in, uh, in less than an hour. So if you're in the building, you're on the way, sign up. We've got a raffle box right by 
the table. All you got to do is sign your name and put it in the raffle box. All right, this is this is the question I want to ask the people. I want the listeners to be as objective as possible. We'll discuss this on the other side. If you are Jim Swartz, and, and, and Clint just spoke about how big this matchup is between Bobby Sloak and Jim Swartz. If you're Jim Swartz, who would you rather face on Sunday? Case Keenum or Davis Mills? Who would you rather face if you were the, the Browns' defensive coordinator? We'll discuss that coming up next. It's a Tacus Fiber Internet Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Bombshells and Stafford, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back on this uh, Football Friday and uh, biggest game of the year. Biggest game of the year coming up as your Houston Texans will host the Cleveland Browns, who are a game above them as the Texans sit as the eight seed right now in the AFC playoffs, one seed out. We'll see if they can get a big dub. If you missed it, uh, Clint was put on the, uh, on the spot. By the way, Tyler is out today. Our guy, B.D. Chris Santiago, is in the building, um, who uh, hopefully let that stash go. But um, uh, still got it. I still got the stash. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Chris Santiago's in the building, and you listen to it. Listen, Clint was put on the uh, on the spot, and I think at some point in the show, I think he wants a second crack at it. We may have to allow him to come back at that. Yeah, that was uh, um, Landry. Uh, I, I don't know why Landry's turned over a new leaf since he had that baby girl or something. He's being nice. He's, he said, "Ah, oh, man, he did a good job." Nah, I, I, I BS Landry. BS. Uh, and many of you were listening. If you missed it, Clint Landry put him on the spot. Said, "Hey, give me a give me a breakdown." Give me a breakdown. Give me a give me like bring like, bring the squad together. Bring the heat. I mean, I, I I'm better than that. That's the Texans, man. A, a, a huge game. They got to play one more. Here we go against the Browns. Bring them in. Last practice, yeah, and bam, let's go. The more I think about it, Ron, the more I'm di- I'm disappointed. I said in, it was I, a I'm six. disappointed in how I set it up. I'm disappointed in the dismount. I'm disappointed in the content, the, the, the yeah, middle, the body down. of it. I mean, it wasn't good. It, you didn't know it. You didn't have it. A was, no, it wasn't even a five. You're being generous too. It was, hell, it was it was three ish. I said six. Some people uh, clicked in. Uh, Chris, what did you have it as? I know you were listening. Um, I was actually struggling with trying to get you guys on YouTube. So I Yeah, well, so Chris is lying, so he didn't want to tell you. Um, <laughs> here are some people on the text line. Someone said an eight for the breakdown. Um, I feel like Clint owes me a cold silver bullet I do. I at do. Bombshells for having to hear well, that. Bring your ass up here. A big seven. He couldn't appropriately emphasize over the air. That was, a, that, that was not an excuse. It was a reason. It is, it is very difficult me, for me to go into that moment and, uh, and talk to grown men about, grow, uh, about going to, to war athletically. Let's not get too carried away here. Going to battle with the Cleveland Browns. It's hard for me to do that and not cuss. And I mean like strong cuss, like yeah, really yeah. good with my chest. Like saying, got, yeah. I mean, just take, take it to the next level. Folks, folks feel it and know that I'm dead-ass serious. Tone up. Clint. Like it's going to be difficult to do on on uh, on radio. Keep myself at least employed. Tone up, Clint. I'll give it a five. Boy, that's generous. I'll take a damn five. This is the worst here. I give it trash, Ron. Expected a lot more from Dirty. All that's, right, that's that is what the, that. Do not block that person right there. I'm they are blocking. very honest and very true. They were honest. I don't block them for honesty. Just racism. Um, all right. Uh, here we go. This 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 is. Listen. Maybe maybe we'll find a way to. To, to let you make up for it, because I, I think there's some in there. 
I think there, I think there's some in there. All right, but here, here is where I and I saw some people uh, text in their thoughts on this. Honest question is: we we talked about Jim Schwartz, and we have been talking about it this week. The difference of Davis Mills versus uh, Case Keenum in this particular game, and honestly, at this point, I believe it's Case. That's what reports are saying. I believed it was Davis at this time last week, to be fair, and it was not. But it, it does, from everything that we're hearing, looks like it's going to be Case. But as we've said, there's an outside chance it could be Davis. If, if you're Jim Swartz, I want to attack it from this angle, and, and, and I saw people jump in. If you're Dr- Jim Swartz, the, uh, the, the, the defensive coordinator, in which I think a lot of people have their feelings for Case Keenum that are from Houston for a certain reason, as we know, the def- defensive coordinator, man, he's just looking at the tape. He's looking at the film. Yeah, he's looking yeah. at what what challenges may occur for him in his defense. Who do you think you'd rather face if you were Jim Schwartz? Davis Mills. You'd rather face Mills than Case Keenum? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Okay, no, I, I, I would rather face Case Keenum. You'd rather face Case. Than, than, I, I, if I were Jim Schwartz, I would rather face Case Keenum. Look, before anybody ever – before a cleat ever hits the turf at NRG – the field is shrunk. There's limitations. The, 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 the deep ball is, is a, a non-factor. The wide side, you know, outside the, the number pass game, non-factor. Mobility, although Case does a, a decent job of moving around and has great feel in the pocket, um, you know, he's not, he's not going to even go get, um, you, you know, the, the, when, when opportunities present themselves, he's not – going to be able to go get uh be productive with his legs and so I, yeah I, I would i mean before the ball's ever snapped before anybody ever steps foot on the field if i'm jim schwartz if it's case keenum i know that field is is shrunk significantly the explosive plays are are, are going to be few and far between and i've got a leg up before the ball's ever snapped yeah i, I would i would rather face case keenum than davis mills yeah let's see and I would be and, and by the way, I'm sorry, but by the way, I watched last week's game and I saw the pick, I saw the Dalton Schultz throw up, I saw the sacks. He was yeah. I, I, I would rather I would rather film, face. Yeah, yeah the, the latest film that you have on both. And listen, I, I think both have advantages, right? Everything we talked about. I, Davis Mills can make uh, most, if not every, throw on the field, uh, and gives you a chance to be more consistent in making big plays. Um, with his arm and not just run after the catch. The thought is, which is more valuable, that or the experience that that Case brings, The as you talked about, and I heard uh, Seth and Sean talking about it this morning as well, maybe his ability to get you in the right run fits and, 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 and be effective in the run game by, uh, by how he aligns people when he's out there with his experience, which is, which is more valuable. And I tend to go with you. Like, I'm not saying what Case brings to the table isn't valuable. But at some point in this game, I feel like the Texans are going to be facing more third and seven and longer situations than they faced last week. I think they're going to be in situations where there's going to be obvious passing situations and downs. And they're going to, as you said, they can take easily take away things uh, to make it even more difficult for the play caller and the quarterback. So I think I, I, I'm not saying what Case brings isn't valuable. I just think in this particular matchup, you know, being able to make plays with your arm would be slightly more valuable than, than that. Yeah, look, I, I just, 
I think when you when you play better teams, which which as it pertains to this conversation, we're talking about Case Keenum quarterback in an offense versus one of the best defenses in the game, if not the best defense in the game. When when that is the matchup, you Case is, I mean he limits he limits you significantly. Now when it's when it's a lesser defense, when it's a middle of the pack or even a, a lower level defense, then yeah, getting in and out of the huddle and eliminating the negative play. And knowing where to go with the football, knowing exactly what run you want to get them in, not being fooled when there's pressures and different hybrid coverages dialed up, all that stuff will win you a ball game. That stuff is not winning you a ball game against the Cowboys. It's not winning you a ball game against the Browns. It's not winning you a ball game against the Jets. It's not winning you. you know, these better defenses in this league are just, you know, that, that kind of stuff, you got to go above and beyond. You got to have X factor players. Right, you would you, you always call quarterbacks, and even you can argue some of the position guys are are, are uh, what, what do you what is fixers. it you fixers? Yeah, I mean you, you got hey hey this ain't a perfect play. The defense got you dead to rights. Can you make a play? Yeah, um, and I'm not saying Davis Mills is is that guy and, and is going to consistently going to consistently do that, but he gives you a better shot to make a few plays along the way that could be game changing. Someone texted Mills has no ability to make plays off schedule and sees ghost in the pocket. Yeah, I disagree. I mean, we're, we're we're if you're comparing him to CJ, you're you're correct. You're spot on. Well, yeah, the comparison. But if you're is comparing to... him to what I watched last week, you're dead ass wrong. I mean, it's it's not it's it's just not it's just not the case. I mean, he, he has he has the ability. He does have the ability to make plays off schedule, off script. Now it's it's not Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson plays. It's not Josh Allen plays. But but it's he, he can I go. Mean, but he, this case really. Like, I mean, right, yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, no, he doesn't. Uh, and, and you don't want him out there doing that. So no. um, You don't want either one of them. Yeah, I, I, just, I just, whether, whether it's on schedule, on platform or not, Case is just limited arm-wise. And, and I, I, don't, uh, I don't know if that's going to be enough to win, win a ball game this week. All right, coming up as uh, we continue here on this uh, Tackus Fiber Internet Football Friday Live from Bombshells here in Stafford. Make your way on out here. We'll be here until 6 o'clock. Uh, as uh, this huge game heading into the uh, to the holiday, uh, to the Christmas break here. Get on out here and have a good time. We talked about the quarterback situation with the Texans. How about the other side? D'Amico Ryans had something to say about the quarterback they're facing. And, boy, is he capable of having another one of those performances that we've seen some quarterbacks have against the Texans? You know, like Zach Wilson, you know, like Baker Mayfield. Is Joe Flacco capable of? of coming into NRG and doing that. We'll discuss that coming up next. It's Attackers Fiber Internet Football Friday on Sports Radio 610. Live from Bombshells and Stafford, here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Santiago is in the building as uh, Tyler is taking his uh, Christmas uh, vacation early, still texting me. Uh, about things that we should do on the show. That guy never works. Hey, let, that's why I let cannot, him do his job, Tyler. That's why I, I love it, man. I love, <laughs> no, I love his effort. That's why I cannot wait, cannot wait, Chris, to see what he put together for best of the week. Because oh, I know, yeah, that's right. I know he I can't if, wait. If, if he's texting us now uh, to let us know uh, things we should do, um, I, I know, point, I know, my man knocked out best of the week. So I cannot wait. To hear that, as you know, we do that at the end of uh, 
into the show every single Friday. All right, um, we got some we got some people in here who are who just they just boy they just can't get with you on this Davis Mills Case Keenum thing. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. We'll I see. mean, so so what you're telling me is all of a sudden, all of a sudden after after seventy some odd passes in three years, <laughs> being relegated 70. to to a, a a third string spot with Davis Mills and a, and, a, and a second number number two overall pick, like didn't even just relegated. Like now nah, you you're just here to be a mentor. He goes out and plays one game. In that game last week, we won. Great game. Loved it. It was, it was fun. It was I do, it's a great I do story. Want, I do wonder what the thought would be if Davis played that, that exact game. Oh, hell, you'd be everybody trying to move on from it, man. You know how it is. But, 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 that, but that, the point is, is like, and again, I'm not banging. I, look, it was it, to each. I, I know how difficult it is to come off the bench having not played in, in a year, more, year or more, and all of a sudden you you're the starter. It. It's tough. I mean, it, it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not knocking. I'm just saying all, that, that performance and all of a sudden, we got a we got a slew of this fan base that no nah, hell case is irreplaceable. Come on, man, get the hell out of here. Nobody but CJ. I mean, get the hell out of here. I mean, watch 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 what happened. Uh, watch the game. Uh, and look, I'm not saying look it it, it it it's if you want to stand pat and play and play case and deal with kind of the the, the game as as it unfolds. Because look, here's the deal: if your defense plays lights out and and makes this a a, a, a Ten to three ball game through through three and a half quarters, then you're gonna be fine with Case, and then you hope you get that one drive, that one throw where Devin Singletary catches a check down and he goes 41 yards. You kick a field goal to win it. I mean, that's that's a possibility too. But as we lead up to this ball game, we're talking about the the matchup and what's likely to happen. And because when these coaches, it's like last week, D'Amico made a tough ass decision that paid off. He made a decision to go with Case Keenum, and we heard him this week say, hey, man, Case brings a, a level of confidence, a level of comfort, a level of understanding, a, 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 a level of, of experience that, that is unrivaled in this quarterback room. We thought that'd give us the best chance to win. Like, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I mean, the, the whole boy, it'd be crazy if Davis Mills started. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what I don't know what they saw. I need I need those folks to call in and let me know what they <laughs> what they saw last week. No, it's that just, makes it's, Case it's, untouchable. It's just so. based off Davis. This, to me, what it is, it's just it's it's based off off Davis and and what he he brings to the table. I mean, like because people are texting in, he won three games last week. I want you to go. I want you to go hunt down Case Keenum's uh, his record the last few years. See, uh, see, see, see what it all, see what it looked like, uh, the, the, you know, the last few years. Like, I mean, it's listen. You understand that you understand partly the situation of what they thought, but yeah, I mean, I it just, I mean, there, you just get handcuffed by a lot of things. You get handcuffed by a lot of things, and as, as some people are texting in, we saw him lose three games last year. Well, I mean, he's he is with a competent coaching staff. <laughs> And a brand new system with different guys, and they have they have said he's the number two guy all season long until until last Saturday. <laughs> They've said he was the number two guy all season long until last Saturday. So I don't know, man. I, I we'll see what happens here. Hopefully, hopefully, you come back here and we see a better performance from Case Keenum uh, than he did last week because I. I I don't think, even though they won, that gets it done. What about the other side? Here was D'Amico Ryans uh, uh, talking about Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, hell, the Browns are in a similar situation. Joe Flacco 
uh, a, a former Pro Bowler, uh, Super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, Super Bowl MVP uh, in this league. He has played pretty well. They're two and one since he became the starter. Uh, this is what D'Amico had to say about the quarterback they're facing coming up on Sunday. Flacco, another veteran guy who stepped in late in the season, but you've seen success from him just because he's done it for such a long time and he's done it at a high level. Joe has won Super Bowls. He's been in the playoff a numerous amount of years, right, playing on really good teams there in Baltimore. So you see him step in immediately and impact this team just because of his experience, right, and um, he knows where to go with the football. He's smart, and you know, he's helped that team tremendously, right? They play really good defense, and now you add Joe, their offensive attack, right, with the running game, the screen and also the deep shots where Joe does a really good job throughout his entire career. He's done a great job of throwing the deep ball, and that's where they thrive. That's where they want to hang their hats on is creating those chunk plays. We have to be prepared for that. All right, that's, uh, that's D'Amico talking about Joe Flacco. And, and this, is, this is my thinking is we, we've had – there are about three performances, Clint, that really jump out, that really jump out to me this season – quarterback play uh, against uh, the Houston Texans. And there are, there are games where we walked into the game thinking, all right, this Texans defense probably has a really good shot to, to, to play well against this team and hold them down. And that's the Desmond Ritter game, the Baker Mayfield game, and then the Zach Wilson game. Those three quarterbacks are guys that may not be starters next year that uh, that, that – that have struggled and have had an up-and-down periods, turned the ball over. All three of them in those games were over 300 yards passing with multiple touchdowns. And we've left, like, how the hell did that happen? How did, they, how did the hell that happen? We've seen Bryce kind of mix in and have some similar success as well. Is it realistic to you? 713-572-4610, you can jump in as well. Is it realistic to you? that Joe Flacco coming into NRG, the way this defense played and played last week and has played throughout the year, you think it's realistic that he can replicate a game like those guys have? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the Baker Mayfield game in particular is one that – That's the one that that you – That's the one that stands out and and probably scares me a little bit more than than, than most. I think he's – with his surrounding cast, his supporting cast, I think he's very capable of of winning a shootout ultimately. And and, um, he's proven that that whether the team around him is playing well, whether it's a high-scoring or low-scoring game, uh, he can go out there and give you 303 touchdowns in the blink of an eye. He's shown he can do that. Um, and he's still capable of doing that. Uh, even so, with this group, even with this secondary that's completely healthy, yeah. we're seeing Jonathan Grenard and, and, and this front four playing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, think, I, think, he's, I think he's capable of doing that. Um, and, and like I said, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a problem. It's very, it's very, to me, it's a very Baker Mayfield, uh, you know, with his supporting cast, very similar to – with a much better defense, uh, but but a, but a, a similar similar uh, threat, I guess, to to what they're capable of doing. Amari Cooper and Joku, yep. those, those guys. To me, I, I'm with you on that, and I think a big piece is not as much with Joe, but as much as one thing we have learned is, and and it's not uncommon with a young young group, is they are not the Texans defense. They aren't consistent. <laughs> week 
to week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. last week they were sensational. But then we know what happened a week before. Where, like, those – you don't even they, – and they had Will in that game. Those, those teams – and they had, you know, Jimmy Ward the entirety of that game. Like, it's just – if you just look at it, the Denver game – Damn, who was that out there? I mean, this looks like a top a top eight defense out yeah. there. You got Will dominating, Stingley making crazy plays. Then they come back and give 30 to Zach Wilson. And like it's a, and then it's like, all right, man, look at this. Like, I don't even know how Desmond Ritter throws for 300-plus and doesn't really turn the ball over. I mean, you see him against, you know, in certain games, the Steelers. They just absolutely dominate the Steelers. And then Baker just hangs up, you know, 37 or whatever it was. That they put up that that is my thing is they they haven't gotten to the point where you can really just chalk up what you're going to get defensively from them week in and week out and and that like that is a big part of why you know Joe like if they play like they played last week hell Joe ain't getting Joe ain't throwing for 300 yards yeah. right if they play last but if if we see that defense that played in the second half against yeah. <laughs> against against the Jets or that defense yeah. that played against the Bucks. Like that is well, that you, is the, it, it's all going to boil down to D'Amico's game plan. I mean, I, to me, if, if you look at it, has been it's been wild the way that they've struggled against those younger quarterbacks, and and um, you know, and, and then done really well against the veteran quarterbacks. To me, it's going to come down to 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 D'Amico Ryan's you know uh, play call and his game plan, how aggressive he decides to be. I mean, it, it was clear Zach Wilson had watched Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's approach was get this thing out of my hand when it's zoned, just dump it off, dump it off, dump it off. The minute you get man, okay, now we're going to take some shots until the game dictates that you do otherwise, and, and they were able to win the ball game that way. I would expect Flacco's going to do the same thing. If you're going to line up and you're going to play some kind of zone with a soft corner or, or, or some kind of soft zone where the backers are belling, you know, 10, 12 yards deep, he's just going to take – he's going to nickel and dime you to death until you get into that man, and then they're going to bang you over the top. They're going to take advantage of your one-on-ones, and so – um, I would expect D'Amico Ryans to be much more aggressive in this ball game than we've seen him all year long. All right, all right. Coming up as uh, as we are live here on this Tacus Fiber Internet Football Friday, live from Bombshells. Good food, good drinks. Come on out and enjoy yourself. Bombshells here in Stafford. Uh, coming up, we'll give you the latest uh, in terms of injury wise with the Texans and the latest injury wise in these games that are important. Also, outside of the Texans-Browns game, there is one major injury news that we have to come get across to you. That's coming up next.